This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. And welcome to another edition of Talking Travel for our sponsor, Travel World on King. Hi, Sally. Hi, how are you, Stanley? I haven't done this with you before. No, this is the first time for me as well, so please be gentle. I will. A new experience for both of us. So what's on the show today? Well, I thought we'd just talk a little bit about airlines and some of the seating that you get in business class. And I think there's been a lot of advertising recently from airlines where people might assume that um, a lot of airlines in business class have got these new lie flat seats, whereas they actually don't. They've nearly all got seats like, well, lie flat seats of a sort, but Mm. they're angled. Now, some people don't like sleeping at an angle. You feel like you're going to slide off the end. Mm. So there's only a few airlines that actually have complete lie, absolutely lie flat seats. Um, And I'll just tell you who they are. Air New Zealand... British Airways, um, to, 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 to find another one, Kenya Airways, of all things, really? um, Royal Jordanian, uh, South African, TAM Brazilian Airlines, Virgin Atlantic, and that's it. But if, you, if you're sitting, if someone in front of you is sitting and lying flat, I mean, they must mm-hmm. be practically in your lap if, if you're behind them sitting upright. They, they've sort of done it now that... Um, British, did I say British Airways? Yes, there's a lie flat as well. What they do, they sort of, you've got a seat initially, and then the seat eventually can go down into this flat position. Yeah. And they, it's hard to explain on the radio because people can't see what I'm describing to you, but they've sort of got like a cocoon effect around them. Now, some of them you're sort of side by side, and they're in pairs, right. and they're angled. So you might have two there, and the other might be set further back than they're set. So you, you're not all in a row if you understand what okay. I mean, in okay. a straight row. So you, and the others, I think with British Airways, remember, you actually face each other so that when you're sitting, you can be facing each mm-hmm. other as a couple, you know, or two people travelling together. But if you're asleep, then you still have this little side comes up around it, which makes it completely private. Okay. So it's quite amazing because the old days, business class, you virtually just had a, a big seat. And that you could sort of semi-recline, if you like, like a Jason recliner rocker, and then your footstool would come up. And you find there are some airlines that still only do have that. Like even with Emirates, for example, you'll get um, a seat in business class as far as Dubai. But on the next leg, Dubai-London, because it's a short leg, they don't find the necessity to have live flat seats because it's their daytime flights, so they still have seats. So it does vary. You really need to check with your travel agent because mm. you mightn't get a live flat seat all the way through on your journey. No, understood. But on the longer legs, certainly... You, you do. How long's a longer leg? <laughs> a longer leg. Well, if you were to go, well, British Airways has it all the way through to London, just for an example, to give you an idea. They do offer that all the way through because their first stop is Singapore and then it's just an all Bangkok, then it's a non-stop to London. So obviously they're not going to give you a, just a seat on that second, you know what I mean, long haul leg. But for, even from here to Singapore or Bangkok, you're still looking at eight or nine hours. Whereas with um, Emirates, you're going via. There are direct flights to Dubai, so that's a long leg. Or they go via Bangkok as well, but they still give it to you all the way through to Dubai. But then you've only got about a four-hour flight, you wow. see, onto the next leg. So, yeah, just to let people know that it's interesting, and there are a lot of people out there that do have health issues and back problems, and they find that really having this lie flat seat is just been an absolute wonderful thing. My very first flight was Sydney to LA. Very first time in a plane, and I joking. It was thirteen hours or something. It is, and I sat out the sit in the back, and I was too excited. I mean, but yeah, <laughs> I would kill for a life flight seat. Oh, I think most of us would, and I mean, I know business class can be expensive, but if you if you get in early enough and you start shopping around, there's often companion fares for two people travelling together, where you get instead of it being like a seven and a half thousand up 
type price. Mm. You can even get it like Thai this year had one for about four eight, you know, for each person, which as long as two people travel together. So there's often some good deals around. You've just got to, you know, take your time and be prepared maybe to get your travel agent shop around for you and find what's out there in the marketplace. Japan Airlines is another one that often has good deals business class. So there's a few airlines that do come to the party and not just charging the, the top of the range. Okay. Okay. And on a long flight, honestly, it does make all the difference in the world. I can imagine. So even with British Airways now, they've had a, a fare which I think finishes on the 14th of this month where you buy a normal economy leg and you can upgrade the next leg to World Traveller Plus, which is their premium economy. And not all airlines have this premium economy, which yeah. is like the old business class. Oh, really? And that's fantastic because you, you at least get space around you. You're almost reclining. You know what I mean? And yeah. so the moment they're offering a free upgrade one way for just a normal economy fare. And if you buy the World Traveller Plus fare, they're giving you a free upgrade one leg to business class. If you buy a business class return, you get a free upgrade to first class. It's a fantastic offer, but it finishes on the 14th of September and it's for travel right through until March next year. So it's a very good deal mm. for someone who wants that comfort. I'd, I'd have it coming home if it was me. I think you've done your holiday or you're yes. going, you're all excited and you're ready to go. And, sure. But at the end, you sort of, you know you're coming home and the body starts to wind down. So I think give yourself the pleasure of coming home with the upgrade on the return leg. And a glass of wine. Oh, absolutely. Only way to go. <laughs> You're on to anyway, 103.7. This is a Talking Travel for our sponsor, Travel World on King. We'll be back in just a moment. Sally, a new airport. A new airport, which is going to be the hub for Asia now, actually. It's in Bangkok, and they're relocating. The actual old airport called Don Muang will just be non-existent virtually as far as commercial aviation is concerned. It might be used for charter or other stuff, but even all domestic, all flights will be now going to this new airport. It's opening on the 28th of September. Just to let people know, because obviously if they've maybe booked an airport hotel, it's going to be at Don Wang. It's not going to be at the new airport, so they might have to change what they're doing. You know what I mean? So Was they it? wouldn't offer to be aware that they're flying Thai and they might know that there's a new airport and yeah. they might have booked an overnight stay just to break their flight, which a lot of people do these days, you know, at an airport hotel. Can you imagine the confusion? Well, it would be. Now, this airport, as I said, is a lot further out too. It's 40 minutes further out, actually, even than the original airport, which makes it closer for Patea if people are wanting to go down onto the coast or something like that. They are still actually um, erecting a new high-speed rail link, which won't be completed till November. So we're just not sure of scheduling at this stage of buses and trains because this is all very new, as I said. Mm. But the main thing to be aware of is that if you are staying at an airport hotel, please go to your travel agent and make sure they've changed to the new airport hotel if you're travelling after 28 September. Was it simply demand that they required Absolutely demand, to... yes. They, they had quite a lot of passengers going through the old airport, but they just weren't coping with it anymore. So they're now hoping that this way they're going to be able to increase the amount of aircraft that they can have coming through there and, and make it... Whereas Singapore, I guess, has always been renowned as the main hub for Asia, Bangkok will be pretty close behind now because they'll be able to take in more aircraft mm. and, and more passengers obviously churning through. So there you go. Um, also, I just thought while we're talking Thailand, um, there's a little um, information sheet came out the other day about 10 great things to do in Thailand, and I thought it was really good, like go see kayaking, um, go into the Samilian Islands, which is off Kaolak, and picnic on stunning white sand beaches and snorkel or dive, ride an elephant to remote hill tribe in the jungles of Chiang Mai or Chiang Rai, stay on a restored rice barge and cruise along the Chao Phraya River, um, you know, lots of things. Visit the Tiger Temple in Kanchanaburi and get to touch real tigers. Um, um, uh-oh. uh-oh. Learn the true ancient art of Thai massage at Wat Po. Oh, um, you know, yes, that's got to be that's, number one. That, that's number one, yeah, I reckon. Um, and a Thai massage is wonderful, I can say that. Hire a long-tail boat and a driver for the day and go island hopping in Krabi. 
Cool. These are some of the things you can do. Catch a train uh, um, over the bridge over River Kwai, of course, and visit <gasps> Hellfire Pass Memorial yeah. Museum. And it's a very moving experience yeah. as well. And you can even learn to be a mahout, an elephant trainer at an elephant camp. So they're just some of the things you can do in Thailand. And there's lots more as well, obviously. It's a wonderful destination to go to. And particularly, I think, if you do the um, elephant tribal trip where you go up into the hill tribes and see mm. people actually living life as they have always done. So you're getting right away from that Bangkok, you know, Phuket, Pattaya commercial part. The tourist part. Yeah, and get up into the hills and it's much cooler, mm. of course, as well. Okay. The other nice place to, uh, I said lots of islands, of course, like Koh Samui down south and Krabi, beautiful islands, beautiful scenery and, and lots of wonderful accommodation. I mean, they've really come back since um, obviously the tsunami and everything's really back to normal and operating normally. Yeah, vegetation, everything has been replanted, so you don't have to worry. It really is operating completely normal Good. again. Good. The other nice place to go to while we're talking Asia is Sabah, um, formerly British North Borneo, and um, it's a Malaysian state. And it's a fantastic destination as well because what you have there is a lot of um, unique species of animals, which includes the proboscis monkey, you know, with the funny big nose? Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got Sumatran rhinos, the Asian elephant as well. And they've even got an island there where it's a turtle hatching island, it's a sanctuary, and you can actually... They virtually have turtles, you know, hatching all year round because of the climate. So, again, it's a wonderful place to go to. And you've got, of course, Mount Kinabalu, which is your highest mountain in Southeast Asia. Okay. So you can do a trek. Um, there's markets. It's, it's pristine water for diving. It's not polluted. It's, it's a very special place. And so that's another area to go to. And you can either fly there directly into Kota Kinabalu or you can go via Malaysia or Singapore and, and tie that in with another part of your itinerary. So there's lots of beautiful destinations in Asia that you can still go to that are fairly unspoiled, which is wonderful. What's the right time of year to go? <laughs> Would you believe it varies? In Thailand, they've got about a season for different parts. So if you're going to go to the north and also go down to the south, it's very hard to pick one particular season that will give you the best in both, mm. if you understand what I'm saying. So yep. Down on the Gulf, they get a different weather pattern than they do on the, on the coast, on the west coast, and different to Bangkok again, then different to the hills. Bangkok's only about 23 feet above sea level, so it, it gets pretty oppressively hot all year round, and you get most of your storm activity in that area around about your July, August time, because it's not that far north of the equator, really. Mm. Um, so, yes, but we'll, we've got charts in the office, and most brochures have, you know, maps in there with little rainfall, etc. that we can always tell you and look up when you're going, which is going to be the best. Try and make it the best time so you get there when there's not so much rain, obviously. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's an easy thing to do. And there's wonderful websites you can look up now and even look up the weather in advance and, and get the pre predicted temperatures for that time of the year, rainfall and so on. So, you know, the net's great for those sort of information. So people okay. can go on there as well. So, yeah. Excellent. Uh, you ever picked up an accent as you, when you've been overseas? My son says I pick up an accent when I go on the phone, even. <laughs> he says, Mum, you've got your phone voice on, you know. So maybe that's what I have on radio, too. I don't know. But it's funny. You, um, Yeah, I, I've never picked up an American accent, though. Okay. Um, or a Kiwi. South African? South African, it's a bit hard, isn't it? No, it's absolutely easy, actually. Oh, you find it easy. I, I don't think I'd... Probably the only ones you'd probably slip into would be a lot of the um, English accents, I find. Okay. It'd be easy to slip into. Scottish brogue, far too hard for me. Okay. The very refined Sally Lucas back <laughs> for talking travel in just a minute. There are hot deals in the travel industry. They are always there, Stanley, and I don't think we'll ever neglect to offer people what we think might appeal to them. There's just so much I can never get through it all every week, so mm -hmm. I better 
better get started, hadn't I? <laughs> Hamilton Island. It's got a pack your bag seven day sale. Now this is only on sale till the 9th of September, which is only um, tomorrow. So um, you'd need to get in to see um, your agent on today or tomorrow to get this particular deal to Hamilton Island. It's from 5.54 per person for four nights, and you'd just buy. Obviously, as always these days, we tell you the cheapest available airfare at the time. Okay, that goes with that. So everything's going now that it's just a land-only deal mostly, and you just buy your cheapest airfare within Australia. That is, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, talking Malaysia, like we were a minute ago, there's a four-night package just going into Kuala Lumpur only, but of course you can extend from only eleven hundred and four. $42 per person, and there's also one day to Kinabalu as well, Kota Kinabalu, as we mentioned, to Sabah, and that's from 13.63 per person. So they're actual good value for money, and there's one into Penang for five nights from only 13.36. So they're pretty good deals with airfare and accommodation and transfers included. 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 I didn't didn't realise that. No, included. That's great. Now, if you're into your Formula One, you're a bit of a rev head. Yeah. The 2007 Formula One Australian Grand Prix. Grand Prix. What am I saying? I don't know. Melbourne, 15 to 18 March next year. They've got an early bird offer which ends 30 October. This is with Qantas holidays. So if you get in early enough, you get extra benefits by booking early. Um, yeah, special prices, of course, and there's exclusive access to. Um, the GP Advantage Bar on all days, um, a walk along Pitt Strait to view the F1 team garaging and so cool. on. Um, so there's lots of interesting inclusions, three nights accommodation, a four-day pass into the Grand Prix. So just to let people know that that is now available um, and it starts from... Travelodge South Bank Melbourne is about the cheapest, I think, from 676. So that's your accommodation, your four-day pass, and all those other little bits and pieces I mentioned. And it's only available until 30 October. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Club Med, a wonderful holiday destination. They've just got some great offers at the moment to both Lindemann Island and also to Phuket in um, Thailand and Sherating Beach in Malaysia, where the second person goes at 50%. So that's a very good reason to go, apart from the fact the fact that you've got all airfares, transfers, taxes included, you get your three gourmet buffet meals a day included, all day snacking, full bar service included, accommodation at whatever standard of room you've chosen. All day snacking, I can just. You imagine. like that? A range of sports and activities. Um, Lindemann has the um, flying, uh, the circus school there as well, which is fantastic. I've been up there with with our son, and he had a great time learning how to do the trapeze and. Didn't get me up there, though, but mm-hmm. no, no. Um, But they've got a nine-hole golf course, nightly entertainment, spa and beauty treatment, on and on and on. Club Med have wonderful inclusions. You virtually, once you've paid for your Club Med holiday, that's it. There's a lot of other holidays we've spoken about. It's your airfare and your accommodation, but you've still got all your meals and all your extras to pay for. And that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, if you've got to stop having fun, I've got to organise lunch, I've got to organise tea, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It just takes a load off your mind. It does, but the standard also is good. Like, it's not... You know, awful... Meat and free veg. Meat, yeah, it's a wonderful standard. Cool. Um, you know, you, you, I often find, I, can't, I don't think I can go and have another meal, you know. Mm-hmm. But you do have options on some of them as well where they have a second restaurant. So if you don't want that buffet style, you feel like more of a little romantic evening, they've got like a, an alternate restaurant that only opens a few nights a week. Oh, that's good. And you can go and book in there and just get your table service instead of it being a buffet meal, etc. Yeah. So there's that option there as well for someone who wants a bit of romance. Beautiful. 
Um, Fiji, lots of good deals going to Fiji at the moment with Air Pacific. You've got airfares from only $342 plus taxes um, for kids from 274 plus taxes on sale to 22nd of September. And this is for travel 11 October to 6 December. And, of course, there's lots of accommodation packages to go hand in hand with those special airfares. Um, Tahitian Princess is a wonderful vessel that cruises, obviously, around Tahiti and, and the South Pacific. There's a 10-night fly cruise there with departures from November through to March. This is including return air to Papiete with Air Tahiti Nui and you get a 10-night cruise, again, all meals once you're on a cruise ship, from $2,999. I think that is absolutely fantastic value. Um, breathtaking Vanuatu, as it is, I love it. It's one of my gorgeous little places. It's not far from home, only three hours away. Um, and there's packages there at the moment from $869, including airfares and four nights accommodation. And one more... Or one or two more. How about a Mexican cruise, a 12-day Mexican Riviera cruise? You've only got departure dates 30 October and 10 November. And just wait for this. 12 days, I said, remember? Mm, mm. From $499. San Diego back to San... Five-star celebrity cruise line. You're kidding. No. How many different tequilas can I sample in 12 days? That's my question. Heaps. Margaritas, you name it. No, don't start me. Don't start you? No. Now, this is a little bit more upmarket, but I just couldn't leave it out today. It just sounded, oh, I don't know, a bit, bit of indulgence. Visit the Nile in style, it's called. Have Christmas lunch at Raffles in Singapore mm. and New Year's Eve on the Nile. Probably a great way to say goodbye to 2006. Have a week in Istanbul and Dubai. And it's a 19-day package. It would probably offer you the holiday of a lifetime. You have three nights in Cairo with accommodation at the Marriott Hotel, which is one of the top hotels in Cairo. They do visits to the Colossus of Ramses II, the Alabaster Sphinx, the Pyramids of Giza and much, much more. The cruise takes in a visit to the Valley of the Kings, Aswan, with an optional excursion to the Temple of Abu Simbel. Um, Istanbul, you go to the Blue Mosque, Top Kapi Palace, the Grand Bazaar, Dubai, there's a half-day tour thrown in, etc. Um, it's 23rd of December it goes. It's $7,489, including all airfares, your five-day Nile cruise, all your luxury hotel accommodation, daily breakfast, lots of other meals included, and a professional escort. And you can even get an upgrade to business class on that. It's flying Singapore Airlines if you wish. Now, how about that? Doesn't that sound absolutely wonderful? If anyone's thinking of buying me a Christmas present, I think I found the perfect one for you. And just briefly, those Antarctic, you know, the day flights they have, Mm. they're operating Mm. again this year for people who can't afford to do the whole experience by cruising down there. Um, There's only three departure dates, 31 December, 21 January and 11 February, just to let people know that. Um, One sails at sails, I'm still thinking cruising, sorry, (laughs) flying, we're flying now, Um, 5pm on the Sunday, the 31st of December, they do that as a New Year's Eve cruise, uh, flight, I'm still saying cruise, they really look after you, lots of celebrations and everything on board, etc. So that's a fantastic thing to do for New Year's Eve. Um, The costs do vary, check with um, your agent because there's various different seating business class economy, some rotate, some are fixed, da, 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 da. but they're available. Beautiful. Okay. Thank you very much, Sally. Thank you, Stanley. Sally Lucas, and that is travel, talking travel for our sponsor, Travel World on King. We'll be back same time next week.